0: There are many types of food Black people enjoy. Mac and cheese, collard greens, and fried chicken, of course. To sum it all up, though, soul food is what we love. But as much as we love it, we may dislike it later. When the seasoning makes your blood pressure rise, when the grease causes your cholesterol to go up, and the weight becomes unbearable, you may wonder, is soul food good for the body? Hey everyone, welcome back to the No Questions Asked podcast. I'm your host, Sharen, and in today's episode, we are asking the question, is soul food good for the body? Now, before we get started, just a couple of reminders. No, I am not a therapist, I'm not a life coach, and I do not know everything because I have not experienced everything. Everything I say is based on my thoughts and or opinions unless I like the information given. This is a place to get advice about certain things, for opinions to be shared, and obviously for questions to be asked. Without further ado, let's get right into today's episode. what's up guys welcome to the very first episode of the ask the culture special oh my god i'm so happy i'm so excited this is the very first episode and i'm just oh lord i'm so excited i can't wait for you guys to take a listen to it now first of all i know that you all are thinking wow this episode is longer than usual that's perfectly fine because you know what there's a lot of good information within this episode that i think you guys should really take the time to listen to so if you need to take a break in between or you just want to send it all the way through do you boo just make sure that you listen to this entire thing because my guest is going to be giving out some great knowledge some great advice not only for the people but for everybody who may be dealing with um health issues or just trying to better their their overall health in general so without further ado let's get right into the special So as many of us know, we love to eat. Black people love to eat like it's just a known fact pretty much. Between barbecues, cookouts, Thanksgiving, 4th of July, Sunday dinners, etc., there's not a time nor a place where black people won't eat. But as much as we love consuming, there are negative health problems that come with the deep fried and greasy foods. So today we're going to take a deep dive into black health and how we can manage our love for eating while caring for our bodies. And to join me on my deep dive today is someone very special to me. She's also a Navy veteran who found her love for health and during her time in the military. She is an an NASM certified personal trainer, a nutrition coach, and an HCI certified health and life coach. So you may want to pay attention to what she has to say. Everyone, please give a welcome to my mom, Coach Sheila Smith. Hey, hi, (laughs) daughter, Sharon Smith. (laughs) How are you, mom? I'm doing good, baby girl. How are you doing? I'm doing good. So- So it's the new year, or at least the beginning of the new year. So this is when people begin to set goals on bettering their health by eating better and working out. But most people may not know where to begin. So to start this off, where should one begin on their venture to better health?
1: Um, I always think uh, it's important to first focus on the mental aspect of it because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we jump into the physical and think it's just you know I just got to get my body right I just got to get my body right but the mental part of it is important too because that's what's going to keep you committed that's what's going to keep you focused that's going to keep that's what's going to keep you dedicated and I've always told clients to to find their why you know if you find your why that's going to help keep you going so um you know whether it's kids whether it's you know just for better health, um, I think mentally, if we find our why, if we put it in perspective as to what's really important and why is why is it that I'm doing this, then then we're, then it's easier to go ahead and continue on on that fitness journey. You you really have to look at you know the the basics, the base not the basics, but the base of what you're doing, the foundation of what it is that you're doing and why you're getting into this fitness journey. Uh, Like I said earlier, many of us focus on the physical. It's all about the body. It's all about the body. It's all about the body, but mentally we're not even there. And that's the reason why um, I don't do resolutions. Like I, I can't stand the whole you know, doing a resolution thing and, you know, oh, this year, this year, this year, this year, why not just focus on the now? Why can't be, why, why can't it be, you know, October 13th that you start your fitness journey? Why do you have to wait until after the holidays or when the new year begins to go ahead and dive into this fitness journey? Mentally, if you prepare yourself, you can start at any given time. You can start at any moment and you have to make sure that those reasons why you're doing it are concrete and what i mean by that is you know don't let it be about a size a a particular size dress don't let it be about just an event because when those things pass what's going to what's going to keep you going what's going to cause you to say you know what i'm gonna keep doing this okay now the wedding is here you done lost 15 pounds for the wedding. Okay, after the wedding, what happens? You go back to whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you really have a concrete why and and it sticks with you and it stays with you, then nothing is going to stop you from, from, from getting off track. Nothing is going to stop you from, from continuing to work out. And it won't be about a resolution. Resolutions happen every year everybody's always on this kick every year it's a new Mm -hmm. year we gotta go we gotta go but then two months down the line it's no longer the new year so now the resolution is gone right the motivation to 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 really get into this resolution is is gone so what so when June 1st comes where are we at are we still on a resolution no you're not on a resolution because that was just part of this new year kick but now June 1st what is motivating you you know, hmm. May 19th, what is motivating you? September 3rd, what is motivating? You? What is keeping you going so that it now isn't just a resolution? It's now your lifestyle. This is just what I do. It ain't about right. what month it is or what day it is. It's just what I do. Right. So I think it's very, very important for us to stay on that mental, the, the, start with the mental and not just completely jump into the physical. Find out what your why is and make sure it's a concrete, solid why. This is why I'm doing this. You know, it's very important as far as getting into this, I love to call it the the wellness trinity where, you know, you have the mind, body, and the spirit Mm. all connected. It's all aligned. So it's Mm -hmm. not just about getting the mental right. It's not just about getting the physical right. It's about getting the spirit right too. And when you have all three of those components aligned now we're talking about total wellness now we're talking about full health now we're talking about whole health now the it's it's all the body that's that's healthy it's not just it's not it's I mean it's all your it's ah now I'm fumbling <laughs> it's your whole health that is that is healthy it's it's mm-hmm. your whole body that's healthy your mental your physical and your spirit So, I mean, we have to start with that mental process and getting the mind aligned with what we are trying to do physically and what we're trying to do spiritually. It's all, it's all one thing. It's all one thing.
0: I love that. I think that's really good. And I, and I'm glad that you kind of mentioned the, well, not mentioned, but like heavily emphasized the mental aspects of it. Cause I did a past episode on like New Year's resolutions as well. And I basically like said everything that you pretty much said about how you know, they're they're temporary. Like after March, you notice that the gym is not as filled as anymore. People are not posting about their mm-hmm. their um their goals. Yeah, and... their goals and everything like that. Like it's yeah. just it's just ceased. <laughs> So with the like with the mentality in mind, this is like kind of a sidebar question. The perception of beauty is like starting to change with the black community. And it's is like one of the groups that, like, you know, we started to change that because you know there's different sizes and everything. So mm-hmm. with that in mind, society now accepts people who are of a bigger size, which is no problem at all. I mean, it's, it's body positivity. Yeah, it's you want to make sure day. that we're inclusive. Right. Yeah. So if someone is okay with that, how do they maintain the weight they have accepted without negatively affecting their health? Like, is that possible? Or is there a way to like do a different? I've
1: never been a proponent of everybody has to be the same size. Like mm-hmm. I think when people think of health and fitness, they automatically think everybody needs to be a size two. Right? You know, I don't agree with that. Now there are... um there are studies that have shown, of course, the bigger your waistline, you know, the 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 more issues or um the, the 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 more you cut into your lifespan, you know, things like that. I've seen a bunch of different studies on that. But I also think that it's about a um a joy within. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if if you if you're comfortable, and what I mean by comfortable, I don't mean like um Uh, I don't mean like, okay, you're, you're suffering with a bunch of ailments and illnesses, but you're comfortable in your weight. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about like, if you are truly healthy Mm -hmm. and you're healthy as we say in the black community, you know, like, Oh, she's healthy. You know what I'm saying? And that means like, okay, she's on, she's on the heavier side. Mm -hmm. I think if you're healthy within, you know, and you're healthy overall, then yeah, I don't think every I, I don't sit here and say that you need to be a size four, you need to be a size two. I don't agree with that. I think it's about you being truly comfortable in 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 your skin, as they say. But you're also healthy in that regard. You right. know what I'm saying? I mean, I've people tend to think like, okay, because somebody is is small, that they don't have issues, mm-hmm. that they don't have them. Right. I've I've met people who were like 90 pounds wet that couldn't run a a mile and a half. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's like just because somebody is small doesn't mean that their, that their health is just so spectacular. But at the same time, of course, we already know statistically that, you know, the more weight that you have on you, yeah, there are going to be more issues that you're that you're that you're gonna be dealing with, knee right, problems, of back problems, that kind of thing. But I think if you are overall healthy, because I've seen people who are not the the typical, you know, uh a size that we would envision as far as healthy that are dancers. You know what I'm saying? That yes. that are still able to move just as, ag- have as much agility as somebody who is five times smaller than them. So, I mean, I think it's just about, you know, how healthy you allow yourself to be. You could still be working out and still be a, you know, a, a size that people don't think of oh, sh- you, you run, you right. know what I'm saying? Or, or you, you work out. I'm like, yeah, I mean, she, it, it might just be genetics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I I I celebrate the fact that people are comfortable in their skin. If you're comfortable in your skin and you love the size that you are, then go ahead and rock that. You know what I'm saying? Be who you are. If you're not happy, then just say you're not happy.
0: Right. You know. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because there's, there's like, a don't bring up else else's between... parade. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I think there's a difference in you know, um, your ha- you're you're happy and you're 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 if you're overweight but you're happy in it. Then somebody who's just saying that they are, but then they're complaining every five seconds about this. I don't like that. That's where, okay, now you need to change, do something to change that, mm-hmm. you know, but if you truly aren't happy in it, then go ahead and, and, and do something to make a difference in your life. But if you're happy and you love it and you can, it, more power to you.
0: Right, the first person that comes to mind with that is Lizzo, and like, yeah, I mean, she's like the face of body positivity, and she actually posted like during COVID how she would like change her diet. She did like, I think it was like either Pilates or yoga, but like, you know, she she worked out, but she still has the body that she loves and she accepts. And when you see her perform, it's like she's moving around, like is singing, dancing, doing all this other type of stuff. So it's just like it's living proof. It's living proof that it is possible. Right,
1: right, 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 right. So I don't, I
0: don't knock anybody. I'm
1: like, hey, you happy? Go ahead with it. Go ahead. Right. But don't. I, I definitely want to make sure people understand. Just because somebody is small does not mean that no. they don't have the no.
0: issue. No. No. Look, look at some athletes. Like, look. Granted, athletes get. Yeah, we're supposed to like eat better. We're supposed to, you know, be in, in shape. But I mean, during the off season, I'm not gonna lie. As a, as an athlete myself, if I go for a run. I'm probably gonna be winded by a couple, after a couple of minutes. Right, right, right. I will be honest with that. Right, and I'm small,
1: right. so. Right, so, right.
0: Yeah. Okay, so the black community, well, I'm a, I'm just assuming here. It, they seem to be reluctant when it comes to looking out for our health and body. Like, do you think that's true or is that false?
1: I don't think it's necessarily reluctance. Mm-hmm. I think it's lack of knowledge. Mm. You know, and I, 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 I am a true believer that knowledge is power. But I think, I think it's more so a lack of knowledge and um, what we are used to. You know, in our community, what we right. grow up around, uh, what we see. Um, and I, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, like I mean, you, well, you know, but I mean for the listeners, I grew up in a West Indian um, family mm-hmm. and culture. Uh, my parents are Haitian, and so in 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 that culture, and I'm pretty sure in a lot of West Indian cultures, you know, after a certain size, <laughs> you're <laughs> unhealthy. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. um. So for a long time, like uh, for when I was in, I want to say junior high school or middle school, as most people call it, um, I went from a size five to a size twelve within like months you know, mm. because of the, because of, you know, anxiety and pressure. And it's the first year of, of middle middle school. And I wasn't around my friends in uh, you know, my elementary school friends. And it was a, a lot. So I ate a lot, you know, to to comfort myself. I ate a right. lot and I, I gained a lot of weight. But I mean, in that it was like, Oh, you're, you're healthy. You're healthy. You're healthy. You know, nothing was wrong. Nothing was wrong. And of course I didn't know at the time, um, being at that, at that size, at that height, you know, was, was really, a, um, an issue for me physically. But, um, so mentally I was just like, look, I need to get myself together. Cause I didn't like it. So mm-hmm. I started working out quote unquote, working out, <laughs> but, um, you know, I didn't understand eating at the time. So of course I stayed. Pretty healthy. Like I said in the black community, you know, healthy, it's a different thing. Right, right. (laughs) But um when I after I came back from the military, you know, I had shed a lot of weight. You know, I was really working out. I was running, you know, you don't really eat like you want to, going to boot camp and stuff like that. So I got into fitness. I really got into fitness and working out and stuff like that. And when I came home, it was constant. Oh my gosh, you're so skinny. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? You need to eat, you know. Oh my gosh, you're so small. Mm. Why are you so small? Why'd you lose so much weight? That I got that constantly. And it was just because, you know, in our culture, you know, if you're too small, that's not you're not healthy. You're not eating. What's wrong with you? And yeah. that's the constant, you know, eating is what we do, you mm-hmm. know, especially in the West Indian culture. Eating is what we do. Everything oh, yeah. is about eating. Grandma you know, used sick, to do you that all the eat. time. <laughs> Seriously, you're sick, you eat, you ain't feeling well, you eat, you're sad, you eat, you're happy, you eat. I mean, everything, <laughs> everything was about eating. So, I mean, of course, when I started really getting into fitness, it was just like, what's, what's wrong with you? Right. Like, you, you, okay? you feeling all right? You all right? <laughs> feeling all right? What's you wrong with you? need to talk. You good? <laughs> and, and you know that scene in um <laughs> my Big Fat <Back> Greek wedding? <laughs> <laughs> with Ian? Where aunt, yeah, where her aunt was like. Touching, I can literally snap that's, you like a chicken. yeah. I can <laughs> snap you like a chicken. Yo, that's what that's what it was. It was just like everybody was like touching. Oh my God, look at your, look at your arms, and look at this, and look at that. It's like, okay, I'm just working out. You know, it's right. not a problem. Like, you know, but that's that that is what it was. It was the lack of knowledge and understanding that just because you know I I might be now a size four doesn't mean I'm not eating. Or that I'm unhealthy, you know. I'm just working out. I'm just exercising more. I'm just taking care of my body more. But in that culture, it was just like, you know, to be the a size, you know, sixteen on up, you were it was good. Accepted. Size, yeah, you know, it was accepted. So it was just like to get pad to get under a size ten. It was just like, what,
0: what was. What's going on with you? Like you, you're underweight. You know? No, actually I'm not. <laughs> <But> no, <okay. laughs> actually
1: I'm not, but okay. But I mean, I th- I just think it's really lack of knowledge. I don't think it's reluctance. I think it's just, um, you know, culturally uh, the black community, we just, we just know that we eat and it's like you said in your intro, we eat. Right. You know, that's that's what we do. We mm-hmm. we eat. We love to eat, you know, and it's a part of, of who we are in existence. You know, back to slavery days and, you know, all of that. I mean, you go back even that far, it's like, that's what we do. We eat. Everything was about coming together to eat. You mm-hmm. wasn't going to a funeral and not eating. You weren't going to a wedding and not eating. You weren't showing up at a birthday party and not eating. That is what we know culturally. So, I mean, I don't really think that we're reluctant to look out for our health and our bodies i just think it's it's a lack of knowledge you know just under, that understanding that you can still eat mm-hmm. and and be healthy you know it doesn't always have to be on the scale on on the on the side of of unhealthy you can eat and still be healthy and still be black hey i'm, I'm still black you know
0: what I, mean? I, I love to eat right like there's no shame in <laughs> that Right. I just watch what I eat, but like, you know, I love to eat. <laughs> so what you mentioned that there's a lack of knowledge. So what are some common um health problems that the black community faces? Like some things that we may not be aware of? Um some things that we may I, I don't know. i am like high blood pressure, and that's like one that's common. That's common, among, yeah. Like that's that's diabetes. Common. Diabetes, common. yeah. Um,
1: that's common. That that ran that runs rampant in my in my family. But I think um, heart disease. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't think we're as aware of the the effects of um, our eating. You know, mm. as, as it pertains to heart disease and. Um, um what's the other thing I was gonna say it was it's heart disease and um you know and oh that that too how one thing can open up the door for others
0: you Mm. know like
1: um having high blood pressure and diabetes you know that these actually come uh, these actually can lead to Alzheimer's and, you know, dementia and these things, you know, these are, those are like, um, wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Having, having those illnesses, I mean, for the listeners, yeah. (laughs) But you know, your (laughs) grandfather, yeah, your grandfather on your dad's side, I mean, Mm -hmm. he, he passed away, but he had diabetes and he had high blood pressure. And Mm. when you have those two things, it's like it just opens up the door for you to suffer from 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 those uh, from dementia and then eventually Alzheimer's. So, I mean, it opens up the door for so many, so many other illnesses that we don't realize, you know, possibly kidney failure and uh, liver issues. You know, like I said, heart disease. I mean, I think once you start on that path of, of one chronic illness, it mm-hmm. just opens up the floodgates to so, so much more. And I don't think we're like aware of that in the black. community. I think it's, everything is just like, Oh, how about pressure? You know, it's such a common thing,
0: mm-hmm. you know, a
1: common thread within the black community, but we don't see that having that one, if you don't take care of it, if you don't manage it, diabetes, if you don't take care of it, if you don't manage it, it can open up the floodgates to you suffering from so many more um, illnesses. So mm.
0: So you mentioned knowledge in your last answer. So with that in mind, it's a it's pretty much a known fact that the system, like you know, with the government and everything, is against us, our our community specifically in many mm-hmm. ways. But is it against us when it comes to purchasing produce or medication to help us out with these um health problems that could develop over time? Um economically, maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: But I still think it's it's um Yeah, I would have to say it's, it's, I would have to say economically, maybe as far as I say that, yeah, I say that because, um, some of the issues that people may be suffering with, you know, Mm -hmm. they may not be able to afford the medication, right. (laughs) Hospital stays, doctors visits, you know, I, I take my parents, for instance, um, you know, the, the amount that they're paying in insurance just to be able to cover all of their medications and, you know, doctor's visits and stuff like that. I I look at that insurance and I'm like, good God almighty, that's what my job <laughs> Right. But I mean, my parents aren't like well off, you know? So I mean, mm-hmm. it's like insurance is really sucking them dry, basically, mm. but it's necessary because they both have high blood pressure. My mom has high blood pressure and diabetes. Um, she has diabetic wounds. So, I mean, it's just like the between the medication and, and the doctor's visits, it's, it's necessary for them to have to pay that amount. So I think, um, yeah, the system may be against us. But I also think that economically, you know, some people just might not be able to. And that, that probably covers uh, any race, really, um, economically, if you're just at a disadvantage, you know, being able to get the the proper medical care and, um, um, medical care and medication, you know, that's going to affect, that's going to affect a lot of things, but mm-hmm. as far as being able to purchase, um, that could, that could be economically too. I mean, um, just to give you a little bit of, of our testimony. I mean, you've lived it, but I mean, for the listeners, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, w- when we were going through our storm, I mean, I understood it. Uh, that two for five right there. <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing because my friend Lamika, she I, that's just an inside joke. But anyway, <laughs> um, the, the two for five vices buying, you know, uh, a $2.99 a pound bag of grapes, yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with that two for five. Yeah, you know, and that that was you know when we were going through our storm, it's just it's just how it was. You shopped cheaper to make sure that your family was fed, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but now we have, you know, stores like stores like Aldi and, and Lidl, which from what I understand, you know, their their produce is is pretty reasonably priced. So oh yeah, that it's might cheap. Yeah, I went yeah, there the so other day might,
0: and I saw it. I was like, "Wow!"
1: <laughs> yeah, see, so it, it, that might just be now under uh, a case of whether people want to just eat that way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, okay, now it's more affordable. Whereas you know, just ten years ago, it's like that—that's all you—you you know, whatever's in the store is what you're getting. Mm-hmm. But now there's so many options and so many different choices. You have farmers' markets and all this other stuff, you know, where people can actually go and get the get produce for for cheap. So it might. It might be economics, it might be lack of knowledge, it might be just that you don't have a desire. Mm. You know, at, at some point, I, I think if you're so used to eating uh the processed the processed foods and um the the getting the two for fives and the chef Bar-A-D meals and the, the ramen noodle soups, and you get so used to eating that sometimes you might not have the desire to want to switch up because that's what, you know, you know, that's what, you know. And I say lack of knowledge because the understanding of what makes you full, Mm -hmm. you know, having that knowledge and understanding, okay, I'm full vices satisfied vices. Okay. You're full off of what, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Carbs. Okay. You eating a lot of carbs and you feeling full, but I mean, it's just being stored as fat.
0: Right. Right. You know what so I'm saying? Whereas it, yeah. you
1: could just be eating more fiber where you're actually feeling full, but now you're eating less because the fiber content in that food is, 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 uh, more. So mm-hmm. it's giving you that fuller, more satisfied feeling. And it's, it's not being stored as fat. So, I mean, that lack of knowledge there. It's just like, well, yeah. you know, that anger people might feel is like, but I'm not full. I'm not full.
0: Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, you are. You are. It's, yeah. And then
1: and then you got to, now you got to dig even deeper because now it might just be about how it tastes. You know, mm-hmm. you're saying you're not full or you don't like it because you don't like how it tastes. Mm-hmm. But actually you are full. You, you're, you're satisfied. And actually we yeah. shouldn't be eating until we're full anyway. You should be eating until you're satisfied so it's it's that lack of knowledge not having that understanding you think which is why i love um and we've learned this actually in in health coaching um the the what is it called Noom. yeah i Mid- love that weight watchers concept. Mm-hmm. yeah uh well noom specifically because and in, in, you see it in the commercials and we learned this in in, in the health coaching class Um, Not health coach. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Health coaching class where um, it's about changing habits. Mm -hmm. You know, you're changing the habit growing up. And I I even did this to you, you know, you and your sisters, you know, because that's what I understood when y'all were younger. It was about cleaning your plate yeah you, you you weren't getting up from the table until your until, plate was clean. Yeah. i'm yeah. talking about lick yeah. clean, like it's mm-hmm. clean if you didn't eat if there were certain things you didn't like or didn't eat you wasn't getting up until it
0: was gone and look she's not lying y'all like it is true not that <laughs> not that like we're we're fine but it's just like it was like you didn't get nothing to drink if you didn't like that you better suck it up and do with it you had to eat it like plate but had to be that, clean we had to do that is all what...
1: night <laughs> Right, but that is what that is how we grew up. So it wasn't a matter of whether this was a good um a good learning habit if this was something good that was being instilled in us. You know because of course you always had to have that speech of children in Africa that was starving and you know children yes, in Africa because yes. the children in Africa, mm-hmm. you know, they starving and you got to eat because of children in Africa. You know, but it wasn't a good learning tool as far as how to eat. No. Cleaning your plate was over filling. Yeah. It, it was, it was, you were eating way too much because mm-hmm. when, out of West Indian, your plate was from rim to rim food, you know? And if you felt like, like my mom, <laughs> you see her do this, your grandmother, it's like, if you said you just wanted a little bit,
0: yeah, it was a little mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. but it was stacked up. <laughs> right, right. She was like, some way I'm gonna make sure that you eat what I want you to eat. Exactly. It's like, okay, it might not have been filled around the plate, but it was stacked up like this on the plate. So it's just and her like, food okay. is thick too. It's just like, come I on, mean, grandma. I mean, it's want full all of this. carbs.
1: It's just I don't wanna, nothing this but so much carbs. Rice. <laughs> It's nothing but carbs. But that was the understanding, and so now it's just like now I have the understanding because of training that you're not supposed to eat like that. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to eat until you're completely full and you're unzipping your pants and you got to sit back and hold your gut up and, oh, you're you're burping like 8 million times. You're not supposed to be eating like that. You're supposed to eat until you're about 75% satisfied. You know, Mm -hmm. you're satisfied and you're good and you can carry on and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just about having that understanding of how to eat, you know, and what to eat so that Mm -hmm. I'm feeling full you know or i'm feeling satisfied rather and not having to consume so much more and people should take a look at like okay if you eat a bag of doritos you might feel like okay i didn't kill them doritos i'm full two hours later why are you still in the, why are you in the fridge again right why why right. Are you, what are you what are you looking for exactly are you you're like still you lost
0: hungry? yeah you like, still hungry
1: cuz like the chair is that way <laughs> right. right i thought you, then you then, said right over there I thought you said that bag of chips just filled you up. So what? Why are you? Why are you over here looking for something else to eat? Because those carbs. You just. I'm just trying to fill up. Now I'm mm-hmm. filling up those carbs. I'm burning mm-hmm. off. I'm just. I'm just trying to. So it's that that knowledge too. That's that has to be there. So it's a it's a lot a lot of things.
0: Yeah, it's a. We, lot. We put get. it against ourselves, you know. Yeah, we to... do. But I mean, even though we put it against ourselves, like, do you think? Like there's a way for us as a community to better our health, like to raise more awareness about it, to encourage others to, you know, not necessarily cut down on the weight, but like find a way to be comfortable in your skin without negatively impacting your health.
1: I think um if we stop we gosh, we stop making it like a, you know, and it this is this is culturally because I've experienced this numerous times. It's like a stigma if you're small. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. like, like you have to be this size in order to be accepted in the Black community. I think if we get away from that kind of mentality, you know, where it's just like, okay, you're a size zero and you're a size 14. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Or Mm -hmm. why does it have to be a joke on how small somebody is constantly? Because, you know, three or four of y'all are bigger than she is, but you're constantly attacking her on how small she is. But then when she says something to you about how big you are and all of a sudden we in a fight. Right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying sense. like if we yeah yeah like what what we need to get out of that way of thinking I think like just they get you know you're your size you're your size okay we cool like I love you I love you too you you know we, we just we just we just vibing
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: but I think it, it I think um culturally you know it's just oh it just seems like and I say this, um, like I said, I, I say this because I've experienced it. And I told you earlier about how it was when I came back from the military, and I was smaller. You know, uh, if we get away from feeling like, "Oh my gosh, you're so small. Why are you so small? You're so small. Why are you so small? Oh my gosh, you're so small, girl. You, you, you're so small. Why get get out of that thinking? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because my thinking is, this is what I. And I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be like to saying this, but one minute. You don't like the size that you are, mm-hmm. but then you got something bad to say about the size that I am. Right. But then you turn around and want to be the size that I am. Yeah, I am. But then you negatively attack me because I'm not the size that you are. So I, right.
0: I, see, do you see what? Yeah, I, I get that. I feel like the the standards of beauty is so confusing nowadays. And people have always mentioned this. They're just like, People people want to be skinny, but then they think, like, oh, because I'm small, like, I might have some type of eating disorder. Like, um, I'm bulimic. Or I have – what's the other one? Um, because of an A. It's, like, a- anorexic. Anorexia. Yeah, yeah, you're anorexic. But then you talk about big girls, it's just like, oh, they thick. But then you talk about, like, gosh, she's like a pig or she can't fit into those jeans. And it's just, like, where – like, what exactly is the beauty standard? Like, make it make sense? It's like it's good to right. be small, but bad to be small. Like I, it's confusing. and it's honestly but a I, headache. it is. But I think if
1: the beauty standard wasn't a standard, like if we if we just allow people to just be beautiful, no matter what,
0: mm-hmm. then we
1: don't have to sit here and worry and concern ourselves with what size you are, what size your jeans are what you have, what you have, what you don't have, you know, and that's a long struggle. And I think in in our community, and I think overall, honestly, because of social media, because of TV, because of movies and stuff like that, we get stuck in this thinking that, you know, people, in order to be beautiful, you have to be a certain size, you have to be a certain height, you have to be a certain color, your hair has to be a certain length. You know, Mm. if we just get away from all of that and just let people be, Right, just let people be. but and I, and I'm gonna talk from my from from the, the black community perspective, we are constantly in this battle of what beautiful is within ourselves, mm. within our own community,
0: right that
1: right. when we start to now deal with what society views as beautiful, we're either on that, we're either on their side, or mm-hmm. we're now attacking each. We're now attacking ourselves from within when there already was a battle within, you see what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. We're already attacking ourselves because she darker, she dark. She got nappy hair. She, you know, she this, she that, you know, colorism. it's all this.
0: Colorism. Right? It's all I, this I did battle. an episode on that. I, it's colorism. Right.
1: It's all this battle within. And then when society says, oh yeah, her hair is nappy. Now either we on the defense, mm-hmm. we're either saying, "Don't we talk about her hair? Cause her hair is beautiful." But then when I came into the salon and my hair was napping, you looking at girl? Why you? We need a perm, honey. Why you got right. the naps in your hair? This right. what we doing? Like, I,
0: I think uh, like and like you hit the nail right on the head. It's like we 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 attack ourselves, and I find it funny how like in any any case, whether it is um, beauty standards or police brutality or anything like that. When it comes to our race versus any other race, we're all like this. We're mm-hmm. all unified. We all are on the same page. Yep. But yep. when it comes like this like back. to our inner community, it's like, where where did where did that go? Where how are we yeah. all on different pages now? Like, how are you getting on? This is what I find funny because like I love the fact that some girls embrace their natural hair, but those that are constantly like attacking them for it, like you know the size of their fro or like. You must be spending a lot of time doing your hair because I'm glad that spending money on my on mine and stuff like that. It's just like, why why are you attacking her for, for her embracing what she already her has? Her right. beauty, her right. natural right. beauty at that. It's like right. anything, you're sounding more like a hater because your hair is not that way. And I feel like I right. I've, I've had to experience that myself because a common question I always was asked was, um, how does your hair get so long? People people acted like locks was something that they did not know. And I'm pretty sure they did it, but it's just like when people, when they ask me that question, like, how'd your hair go so long? It's just like, it, it grows. I'm not really sure how to explain the science in that. It's just, we take when you take care, care of your and hair and just let it be, like, it's fine. I'm, it's like, just lots. It's right. not locked it, down. Right. It's, it's you know nothing what I'm <laughs> different from your hair. Because if you did the right. same thing, I'm pretty sure you could have some length yeah, on your it's hair. It's going to grow too. Right. It's so it's just like- Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was done.
1: No, I was just going to say, but with, with physical image, you know, with, with the whole body thing, it's just like, it's the same thing. It's like, okay, you're going to knock somebody who's in the gym, you know, working out and, and getting fit. Oh girl, I don't, I don't want my arms looking like that. I don't want my arms looking mannish. I don't, I don't want, I don't want man arms. Like I've heard it. I've, I've heard it. But yet you in here with me asking questions about what you need to do to work out i'm confused like, where, right where we... like
0: make it make it make sense right I'm right confused. oh
1: i don't i don't i don't want to have to be eating carrot sticks but i do want my stomach flat where are we going i'm just so confused on what what do you what so what like, do you want me to do as a right. personal trainer right what do you want me to do i i don't last time i spoke to you i don't i don't think i told you i was a magician right so <laughs> but it's just it's just things like that it's just like the confusion, you know, like this is what I want, but I don't want that. And then you're downing me for what I'm doing, you know. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to get that small. I'm. I'm sorry. Why are you talking Excuse to me? Excuse me. Right. I'm uh, actually uh, hearing like, somebody say that to me. You're coming to me for personal training, and then you're like, "But I don't want to get that small."
0: Then why are you here? I'm. I'm sorry. I
1: didn't. First of all, how? No. First, how, no, no. First of all. <laughs> No, but first of all, I didn't say I was going to make you this small. Right. Let's understand genetics. Let's understand right. different body types. Let's understand right. difference in height and, and my weight. You know what I'm saying? Right. There, there's, there's so many differences there. So you coming to me for personal training, but then you trying to dog me from my side. I'm... I'm sorry, I can't Look, see you. <laughs> right, that's what it's just like
0: click. I yeah. And, I'm ending. sorry, just... we're, we're done. <laughs> you can go to somebody else. You're not gonna come to me, come to me for help, and then diss me. Like that makes no sense. Right, time. like, like, I like I just, I'm d- I'm d- here to help you. You ain't gonna right, get way without right, me and my right, guidance. Right,
1: right. You or are more I, than welcome had, to go on Google. I had <laughs> I had a woman tell tell me that um she wanted to lose the flab up under her arm you know, the the wing that she had. Mm-hmm. And then go and turn around and say, but I don't want my arms to look like you're.
0: I'm. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. Maybe you don't I'm have sorry. the right person. Give me one, uh, one, second. <laughs> one second. Okay. Like you trying I'm to I'm
1: get rid of the wing. I'm it, But I don't, I don't want my arms to look like all oh, manly.
0: Like you're. Wow. It's called muscle, by the way, if you didn't know that. Yeah, it's called muscle, which you actually have
1: up under the Mm flap that you're considering Mm -hmm. getting rid of. Right. So, yeah, you know, it's just, those are the kinds of things that it's just like, I think we just, we just battle within ourselves. It's just like a constant, you know, pull and push and pull and push. And it's just like, make, make up your mind. That's But that's why I said in the beginning mentality it's mental you gotta mm-hmm. get into this mental space it's just like understanding you know everybody's not the same size everybody's no. not the same shape everybody's not the same height everybody doesn't have the same body type the body stuff everything is different so what mm-hmm. i'm doing like i could run for for 30 minutes and, you know, and I'm just saying this hypothetically, I could run for 30 minutes. And at the end of the 30 minutes, I'm now feeling like I done, I done lost like two pounds, you know, whereas you might run for 30 minutes and you ain't even broke a sweat. Everybody's different.
0: Right. Everybody's
1: right. different. So it's just like, you know, you can't compare and you can't compare and then contrast at the same time. <laughs> like, I want this, but I don't want that. I want this, but I don't want to be that. I want that, but I don't want to that the mental let's get the mm-hmm. mental right get the mental game right and 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 really put things in perspective and and create your own goals for yourself create create that that picture for yourself of what it is that you want for your own body not based off of what you see kim kardashian is doing or whatever celebrity other what is it that you want for your own self Mm. your own body and have that understanding of your body. You know what I'm saying? Like have that understanding of your own body and what it can do, what it can't do. You know, we, we innately have this, this gift that God has, has placed in our bodies to, to, um, you know, like ring the ring an alarm when something isn't right. When something Mm -hmm. doesn't work, we, we have that innately you know to understand what my body likes and what my body doesn't like so just know that for yourself know that and understand it for yourself but don't make comparisons and then tear somebody else down and you know i like that but i don't want this and you look good but this that's uh, it's just too much it's too much yeah too much confusion
0: Alright guys, so we're gonna take a quick step back from the conversation and we're gonna go into the raise your hand moment, which is not gonna be by me, but it's gonna be by my guest, Sheila. And yeah, that's so kind of weird to say she's my mom. My mom, oh. but to you, but to you guys, she's Sheila. So, mom, what is your raise your hand moment for today? My
1: raise my hand moment. My my raise my hand moment. <laughs> <laughs> my raise my hand moment is Bonnets. Mm, What about (laughs) them? What about them? Lord Jesus. What about it, Father? Uh, Okay, I have to ask. When did bonnets become a fashion statement? Mm. When did Mm. bonnets become a part of wardrobe necessity? Right right I just i'm just so confused on this whole idea that bonnets are okay to wear in public and please don't give me the excuse of why well, i purchased my thing and i purchased my bonnet so it's mine i'm gonna wear what i want you know what you also can purchase is a hat
0: <laughs> you know a rat
1: like like a, <laughs> like a hat a wrap you know what i'm saying what happens that that oh i mean because i grew up you know i was uh, i'm not gonna tell you when i was born but anyway um but i grew up in the 80s and the 90s where you know that that sense of pride like we walked out you know you had the women wearing like the african wraps on their heads yeah. Like, so culturally like oh yes, yes. We
0: you know Swear. where
1: is that you know where is that 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 drive that that Love for who we are as a people and representing ourselves that way. Bonnets ain't it, boo? I'm sorry. I don't care if it's pink leopard print, black shiny, black doll.
0: It's not no it. She said black dog not black mat. Black doll. <laughs> it's just I'm just trying to understand. It's
1: not cool, boo. It's, it's just not, I'm trying to understand why this is so culturally acceptable. It's one thing, it was already bad enough people walking around in Walmart with the bunny slippers and, and, and pajama shorts. You, you ain't heard of sweats and sneakers. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand, and don't, don't get it twisted. Yeah, I understand leaving a house and you in a rush, you trying to get to where you gotta get to. But pajama pants and bunny slippers
0: with the bonnet. And now to
1: add insult to injury, we throwing a bonnet on top of it too? Like you literally just rolled out of bed, grabbed your keys and was like, I'll be back. Okay. I mean, I'm just trying to understand what what happened to a hat? What happened to a, a, a hat, a nice little ball cap, you know, nice little, they even got the little hats with the rim, you know, a wrap, a head wrap, something, you know, just. You know, and they got them. They got them now where they are, They already have like a little bun on it. YGN. I don't know if y'all heard of that. Ygn.com. They already yes. have the little buns on it. All you gotta do is just tuck it down on your head. And you
0: can, look, look. It's already set. When I have to retwist my hair, when I have to relock my hair, those come in handy. I be wearing. Seriously. Hats. I be wearing those. I be wearing the YGN wraps. I'm just like, look, y'all can't see what's underneath this. But I'm not wearing a bun. I got a pink bonnet too, and. No, no. I just, I just can't do it. And I have, I do,
1: I have a bonnet that I
0: wear in my house when I'm going to
1: bed. To to bed, but to get up and put key in door, and then key in car, and then step out of my vehicular and walk into a store with a bonnet. I'm just trying to understand where we, where have we lost this? the 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 pride in the our culture you know for who we are like i understand you done got your hair did or it needs to get dead or you know you just put your braids in or what
0: look we I we've all be, been there we we've all been there been there done we, that we, li- we lived it we survived it we did it we found right. ways around it
1: right hat perhaps i walked into uh the post office the other day the, the girl behind the counter and she had on her United States Postal Service shirt on. Had this big bonnet on her head. It was the size of a pillowcase. I'm just trying to understand how you at work with a bonnet on your head. Nobody and your boss did say nothing. Right. I think she was in the office by herself because she was the only one that I saw walking around and, and cashing people out of stuff. Listen so I'm just
0: presentation. like.
1: Presentation.
0: presentation.
1: Presentation. Presentation.
0: Presentation. Come on. Presentation. Like, come, come on. on. You at work with your
1: bonnets and like, And it was huge. When I say huge, I'm... T- girl, it was a Titanic-sized bonnet. Like, it was... Like, it was the Titanic's of bonnets. I just couldn't believe how
0: big it was. I'm dead. I'm dead. And, I mean... I'm dead. Girl, Keyword for today, guys. Hat. That Hat. That's the final word for this. Hat. 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 Or rap. Yeah, hat. Hit Or, Hit or wrap. Pick one. What,
1: what, there's there's YGN there's there's quite a few actually sites out there that sell these nice little wrap like they already wrapped mm-hmm. up and everything you just and they're satin too head.
0: they're not clothed. they're for satin, satin hair. yes yes they got mm-hmm. you come, look support the black businesses they know what we need they got you oh, they even got hoodies with satin in the Look, oh, I want to invest that. in one. Those ones look nice. Yeah, I want to get one it so bad. Hands
1: protected. I mean, come on, ladies, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Uh, that's my raise, my hand moment. I'm raising my hand. Ban bonnets. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> band just wanna bonnet. ban bonnets. I'm gonna make a T-shirt that say, "Ban bonnet, ban, ban the bonnet." Y'all can take offense all y'all want to ban
0: the bonnet ban the bonnet, <laughs> ban, ban, the the bonnet. bonnet. <laughs> ban the bonnet it's a movement the start.
1: it's a movement ban the bonnet come on we gotta represent better sis we gotta represent
0: better all right so we're gonna get right back into the um the interview that was a pretty funny raise your hand moment ban, ban the bonnet that's a new movement coming coming soon from Sheila <laughs> <laughs> but, but getting back into it as a black woman who is forging her own path in a world of health and fitness how have you overcome your obstacles when it came to bettering your health mm. How have I overcome? Um, and you mentioned some of them in the beginning. I mean, between like how you were raised and then coming back from the military yeah. and you're just like, uh, what is, who, who is this? Who, who this?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I really had to, um, as a child of God, I really had to say to myself, and even, even in my younger age, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I took on, I didn't know this at the time, of course, when I was younger, but I had the mentality of killing generational curses, mm. you know, because growing up, it was constantly said to me, you know, well, you're going to have high blood pressure like your mom. You're going to have high blood pressure like your mom, you know, because I suffered from nosebleeds and it wasn't even a matter of trying to figure out what was wrong. It was just, oh, you're going to have high blood pressure like your mom. Right. Oh, she's going to have high blood pressure just like me. You know, when she gets upset, that's when her nose bleeds. So she's she's going to have high blood pressure like me. I said lies. Okay. With a capital, I L. That that. capital, with capital L. L. I knew then and there. With a capital L. I knew then and then. Lies. I ain't having no high blood pressure. And I, I knew that from a young age. And I'm talking about like probably 11, 12 years old. I was like, I ain't mm. no high Wow. I ain't even dealing with this. So to get to become a, a, a child of God um, and, and walk in my faith now and understanding generational curses, it's mm-hmm. just like, wow, that is what I was declaring even at a young age. I'm not walking in that. I'm not receiving none of what you are, what you guys are saying. And so for me, it became a push to, to, to take care of myself, to be as healthy as I could be because I saw the sufferings. And not just my mom and dad, but all plenty of family members. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just, like I said, it was, it was a thread that ran through our, our family. High blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, you know, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Um, and watching my mom now, and as her her health uh declined, um, it became even more so. And it's kind of funny, because she is one of my wives. You know, mm. she is one of my inspirations and my motivations to constantly keep myself as fit as I can, yes. because I don't want to suffer that. I know for a fact that that would be that that would be how I end up if I don't. Mm-hmm. I know that's where I would end up. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just like I can't. This is that's this is not going to be my destiny. This is not where I'm going to end up. Now, don't get it twisted where. I, truly I, I do suffer from my own ailments. I have lower back pain. I have knee, I have bad knees, you know, I have bad shoulders, you know, my wrists hurt when I do push-ups. but that doesn't stop me.
0: Right. Cause what it's I good. say to
1: myself is I'm going to figure out another way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I can't run like I want to. Does that mean I, I used to run a lot? I used to love running, but now I can't run. Does that mean I'm not going to run? Does that mean Mm. I'm not going to do some kind of cardio? Absolutely not. I Mm. am. I'm going to find a way to get my cardio in. I'm going to find a way to do squats. I'm going to find a way to do lunges. I'm going to find a way to do push-ups. Even Mm. if that meant backtracking to where when I started doing push-ups, I was doing them on my knees. And then I I got to the point where I was doing them on my toes. But now Mm. doing doing it that way, it hurts my wrists. It hurts my shoulders. So now I'm back to my knees. But it doesn't stop me from doing push-ups. Right, right. You know, so it's all about, right, finding a way around it. You got to figure it out. Like this, this shouldn't stop you. And it doesn't stop me. So instead of sitting in this idea that, oh, well, everybody in my family has high blood pressure. Well, it's going to end here. It's going to end at this person right here. Period. This generation right here is going to stop it. And I'm going to teach my children, you know, so that they carry forth in that same mindset we don't have to have high blood pressure continuing to destroy our family lineage. We don't right. have to have that. We mm-hmm. don't have to continue to have diabetes. We don't have to have that. We don't mm-hmm. have to have a life sitting uh, and, and taking pills every five seconds. We don't have to have that.
0: That's you know, good. so
1: it's it's a matter of, once again, mental, that mind, the making it mental. You got to change the mindset and say, I am not. I am not because I am. Mm. I am not going to have high blood pressure because I am strong. I am not going to suffer from diabetes because I am going to take care of myself. I am not because I am. That's good. And having that mental and understanding, no, this is the path I'm going to take. This has been the path of my family, but this is the path I'm going to take. So it's, it's all about the mental. And I, and that, that is how, you know, I got over, overcame those obstacles, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to making my health better and making my health what it is. Not to say, like I said, it's not to say I don't have my own little sufferings and stuff, but no, I don't have high blood pressure. I'm almost 50 years old. Mm. My mother suffered from, with high blood pressure at the age, she started suffering with high blood pressure at the age of 33, 34, I believe. Wow. I'm almost 50 years old, never a day. Wow. So-
0: Anything is possible. Period. Period. You know, what? <laughs> I need that because, like, I'm gonna flip the narrative real quick. So, for those like me who don't want to necessarily lose weight but gain weight, and I'm pretty sure you did, like answered this question before because you know my my eating my eating habits and my diet is like pretty interesting. But for those who yeah. are who are like me, <laughs> who are in the same boat as me, how does one do that? Like, how how do I lose like gain weight? Not like an obsessive amount, but you know, a little it's muscle about, here. Um,
1: it's, it's about your caloric intake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think uh, for, for to lose weight, you're supposed to cut back on how many calories you take in. Right. Mm-hmm. So the reverse of that. So now if you want to gain weight, you got to increase your calorie intake. But the difference is it, you should be good calories. It should be healthy calories. Right. Not empty right. calories, not not calories that are just going to um, turn into fat. So, I mean, you want to make sure that those calories that you're intaking, yeah, they're increasing your increase. So say if your if your calorie intake, your caloric intake is, you know, twelve hundred a day, mm-hmm. you might have to increase that to eighteen hundred a day. Oof. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now you're increasing your caloric intake, but those calories have to be good. What you're eating still has to be good. But right. But now of you're course. just eating more. And then also, a lot of women, you know, shy away from weightlifting. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I swear by weightlifting. I don't understand how you're working out and don't incorporate weightlifting. It just right. doesn't make sense to me, but that's mm-hmm. just me. You know, women tend to focus on the cardio, cardio. I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna get my sweat on, I'm gonna get my sweat on, and blah, 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 blah. which is all fine and good. It's not to say mm-hmm. that you cannot lose and burn and stuff like that, but you do realize when you start incorporating um, weightlifting, it helps you to burn calories more throughout the day. It helps you mm. to burn fat more throughout the day, even at rest. So even on the days when I'm not working out, Still burning calories and fat because I of that muscle, because of that muscle weight. So I mean, you can increase how much you're lifting. That's mm-hmm. gonna bulk you up. And I'm not talking about man bulk. I'm just saying that's yeah, going like to being add toned. That bulk. Yeah, it's gonna give that, give you that tone, which will give you a more, how would you say, like a, a fuller look, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it gives you more weight to your body. Cause a lot of people like, you know, okay, I'm a size. I'm a size four, and people think that I weigh like you know a hundred pounds. Some people be like, okay, what you weigh? 99 pounds, what? No. Yeah. I actually weigh right. I actually weigh 138 pounds, but that's because mm. of the muscle weight. Muscle, yeah. So it makes you heavier, right? It makes you heavier. So now I I I continue with the with weight training because I understand that, and it's not a matter of. You know, okay. I like, I I don't look at the scale and be like, oh my God, I weigh 138 pounds. No, I understand that it's muscle weight. So, I mean, yeah, for my frame, for my height, they say on the charts that I should be weighing 118 pounds. That's minus muscle weight. So, I mean, you could do that. You can go ahead and add on that muscle weight and that'll give you more of that bulk, but you Mm -hmm. also add in more calories throughout your day. That'll also give you more of that weight.
0: So- you're not trying to
1: lose and you're trying to gain, you just gotta flip it.
0: Yeah, that's good. And, and like that's actually a pretty helpful. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a pretty helpful tip. But like what are some other tips for those who are, you know, in their physical journey or who would at least like to get started on their physical journey?
1: Um
0: physical health. I okay, can say if, physical. If you're, physical health. <laughs> right, right.
1: If you're if you're uh interested in weightlifting, don't start off with free weights. Start off with the machines. So that you have an understanding of what muscle you're targeting Mm -hmm. and how to train that muscle. So a lot of people get in there and they want to throw up free weights and they're like if they're doing curls and then they're throwing it back and, you know, doing all this stuff and it's just like, no, that's not how you do it. The machines allow you to focus just on that muscle. So mm-hmm. if you want to do weight training, start off with the machine so that it can guide you and you're having an understanding of this is the muscle that I'm targeting. You can seriously injure yourself with, with weight training. And people just, you know, like I said, these resolutionists they get in there and they just like, I'm gonna just start throwing up weight and they end up injuring themselves. Right. Um, if you're working out with weights, also too, um, it's not a bad thing to have a trainer. It's not a bad thing to research and watch videos and stuff like that so that you have an understanding too of what you're doing in the gym. There's mm-hmm. so much there's so many resources nowadays that is absolutely ridiculous. Right, right. Um for those of you that don't like going to the gym, like I just said, there's so many things online. I mean YouTube. Until, is, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, there's so many great um workout videos and stuff like that on YouTube. You know, people that you can train with and stuff like that, you don't like going to the gym, you prefer to work out at home, go ahead and hit those videos. You don't have to abstain from going from working out because you don't like going to the gym. You know, some people Love. have that mentality like, I don't want
0: to go to the gym because there's so many people watching me. And, and, and That's look, that's me. I look, I accomplished yeah. my gym shyness a couple of weeks ago, but that was me. I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't want people to look at me. So, but I finally got into the gym. I did it. I mean, I found a little room to myself, somebody's still watching, but you know, had to brag about it. It's possible. But, but it's look. Possible. But you know what? And that that
1: that thinking, you have to I, I would rather go into the gym and think we all are novice in here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We all are just starting. You know what I'm saying? So I don't go in there and be intimidated by somebody that, okay, he benching, you know, 600 pounds or whatever, or he throwing up weight and stuff like that, making all this grunting noise. I ignore. I like to walk in there and think we all just starting. All of us are new in here. (laughs) Ain't none of us, none of us know. You know what I'm saying? We all on the right. same page. So go in there with that thinking. None of us know what we're doing. And there's nothing wrong if you're sitting there and you reading the machine and you're trying to understand what you're doing, because I would rather you take the time to do that than to go in there and hurt yourself. Or go mm. in there and pretend like you know what you're doing and you don't. Right. You know, so there's nothing wrong with 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 uh researching and 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 learning how now for um for those on the on the fitness journey the first time and you don't know what to eat, you don't know how to eat. There's nothing wrong with seeing a health coach. There's nothing wrong with seeing a nutrition coach. There's nothing wrong with seeing a nutritionist. If you don't have those available to you, there's plenty of things online. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of plenty of things. And, and this is the thing, too. There's so much information out there that it can become overwhelming.
0: Right. But right. what I
1: say to that is you, and I, I've said this earlier, God designed our bodies so amazingly that you have the innate ability to know what your body likes and what your body don't like, what works mm-hmm. for you and what doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. So somebody might like more protein than carbs. Your body might not accept proteins the same way. You see what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. all about reading your body, understanding your body, knowing your body and, and, and just paying attention to how it reacts to certain things, what my body likes, what my body does. This gives me gas. This makes me burp a lot. This makes me feel sick. You know, what is it that your body likes and what your body doesn't like? So when you're getting into the nutrition aspect of it, you know, understand, um, understand what your body likes and what it doesn't like, but Mm -hmm. also, um, one of the key things I try to tell people don't jump into All of a sudden, I'm done with all this. I'm not eating anything anymore. I'm not eating another chip ever. I'm not gonna eat another cupcake ever.
0: (laughs) Completely (laughs) cutting yourself off.
1: Yeah, don't don't cut yourself off. It's about moderation. Mm -hmm. It's about moderation. Look, you know, okay, and the listener, but the listeners don't. Chocolate chip cookies is one of my weaknesses. Lord help me, God.
0: Look, y'all, yeah, y- y'all just don't know. Let me stop. Ooh, <laughs> right? She's look, any honestly, Listen. anything chocolate she loves. the chocolate, Listen. Chip, chocolate chip, I'm a, look, chocolate chip cookies. She goes cookies. to Subway and get chocolate chip cookies all the time. Ooh, Chipotle, Lord. it might be here and then help me. She will kill Jesus. some chocolate chip cookies.
1: But what I do is I understand. If I buy a uh, you know, like like you just said, if I go to Subways and I get me a three, three chocolate chip cookies. I know not to sit and eat all those, all three of them in one sitting. Nah, 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 you
0: know you what don't I'm saying? So I'm yeah. gonna have
1: one, I'm gonna have one and satisfy that taste in my mouth and then I'm gonna put the rest away. I might even put them in the fridge and not see them for the next two, three days, but I eat them in moderation. So that's all mm-hmm. that you have to do. Now, if you want a donut, cut it in half, eat half the donut, a bagel, cut it in half, eat half the bagel, you know, and save the rest for another day. You don't have to eat everything all at once. So don't take on this idea that in order for me to be healthy, in order for me to be fit, in order for me to eat right, I need to give up all this stuff. No, you don't. Right. You just have to learn how to eat in moderation. Learn to read the back of the nutrition box. Mm. I, I, I'm not nutrition box, but learn to read the back of packages that you buy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If it says, you know, one serving per whatever whatever then you know or, or it, for one serving of to, to fulfill this amount of calories or whatever it says you know you know you can only eat three of these so eat three you know what I'm saying the recommended amount eat three eat four whatever it says don't eat the whole bag you know it's not about cutting yourself completely off it's about moderation. get what you want and then just leave the rest of it alone. Now, of course, this is not to say that one still shouldn't eat healthy. I'm not saying that, um, you know, you just eat whatever you want and then just make sure you're, moder- you're, you're eating in moderation. You still have to eat healthy. I mean, you still want to make sure that you're consuming your vegetables. You still want to make sure that you're consuming whole grains, you know, that you're not eating um, a lot of things that are high in fat. But what I am saying is that when you are eating these things that you already know Are not good for you eat them in moderation you know make sure that you're not eating the entire bag of doritos or the entire box of donuts because what i tend to find is that when people completely restrict themselves of something this is where they start to fail off of eating healthy so, I mean, if you're eating healthy and you're making sure that you're consuming the, the right amounts of carbs and protein and, you know, you're, you're eating vegetables and you're eating really healthy, when you do eat something that's not good for you, you're not eating it and over consuming it. So um, the, the thought process, of course, is don't restrict yourself. You know, don't restrict yourself so that you're not feeling like, oh my God, I can't last. I can't make it. I'm not going to go ahead and survive this. You know, eating healthy is not for me, blah, blah, blah. You know, now I'm just going to go ahead and consume things. When you're able when you're able to go ahead and eat those things that are not good for you in moderation, then it makes it easier for you to go ahead and stay on a healthy track because you know, I can go ahead and have this when I want it, you know, and I'll make sure I'll just eat a little bit of it or some of it without over, without, without, um, overconsumption. All right. So just make sure that you have that balance. And that's, and I think that's, what's all needed, which is why I cannot stand the word diet or people dieting, because then it's just like, I can't have at all. I can't have at all. I'm just going to completely block myself from eating this. I'm not going to eat this ever again. When really you can, it's just about making sure that you have moderation as you eat these things in moderation. And that's where I think people can be more successful in, in their, in their healthy eating plans. It's not just about completely shutting out everything, you know, so it's just, just working things out so that it's balanced, that it's, um, you know, you're, you're, you're having maybe those days where people do like cheat days and stuff, you know, you're having those days where it's just like, I'm just going to head and just use this one day to eat what I want and then get back on track. So just have that good balance. If you have a good balance of 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 eating, and you do things smartly, then it, it shouldn't be a problem to go ahead and stay on a good healthy eating plan. That is where we 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 tend to. Uh, it's just over consumption of food, and that right. is the reason yeah. why you know the states is so high in in um you know being overweight and obesity and stuff like that because it's just over consumption. Yeah. Over consumption. You know, really, you're not supposed to eat your plate, your plate being filled from brim to brim. The palm of your hand is where a piece of chicken, a piece of meat should fit. We mm. eat 10 times that sometimes. My
0: hand is small though. It is yeah. mine. That that that,
1: that. <laughs> I have tiny hands. Like but that. that, yeah. But that 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 is actually how much so if you eat a chicken breast or something like that, that is actually where it's supposed to fit. Another tip. Instead of eating on a dinner plate, eat on a dessert plate. Mm. That's gonna take eat on hard. a dessert plate. Right,
0: uh, but this, it's about the mental. Y'all, y'all gonna Drink have to more. give me like a couple of years on that.
1: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Drink
1: more water, people. Drink more water. A lot of times when you're craving sugary drinks, it's because mm-hmm. you're dehydrated. You're not drinking mm-hmm. enough water. Drink more water. You're supposed <laughs> to be consuming half your body weight in water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you weigh what 150, half of that—that's how mm-hmm. much you're supposed to be consuming in water. Notice these are all what? tips, little tips, and what? and water I, will actually fill you up.
0: Oh, it does. When we be sloshing yeah. on my just like eh. But no, no, those (laughs) those are, those are really helpful though. So now guys, we're going to move on to the take it or leave it segment of the show and mom, Sheila for y'all, but mom for me, what are some quick, short little key points um, from this conversation or in general that you think the black community or anyone should take away from this?
1: Mental. Mm -hmm. It's about, like I said in the beginning, you know, it's about that wellness trinity, right? It's got to be mind, body, and spirit. All of that has to be aligned in order to achieve um, whole health, right? It can't just be focusing on one aspect of it. Your body is fit, but then your mind and your spirit ain't right. That just, yeah, that don't don't work. Um, uh, Once you focus on the mental and and the spirit and you, you got all three aligned, Now Mm. we're, now we're dealing with whole health. If you're trying to eat right, you know, don't focus on, like, don't, don't go from the being that person that eats an entire pie of pizza, an entire pie of pizza to being a vegan the next day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's impossible. That don't even sound right. right.
1: Right. So take, take things in stages. You know what I'm saying? Take things in stages one day at a time. Every day counts. Every little change that you make towards being healthy towards being fit. It counts. Mm -hmm. Every step counts. If you're making goals, make short, small, small goals Mm -hmm. so that you can achieve the big one. Don't look at the big one. Too many of us set, you know, aspirations on achieving this huge goal at the end of six months. I want this. Okay. That's great. But now what about on the daily? And then what about on the weekly? And then what Mm -hmm. about on the monthly? What are those goals? That's the only way that you're going to, the reason why you're giving up on your goals when they're lofty like that is because it's too big. So you have to, in setting the big goal, you have to make small goals that you're going to achieve in the, in the long run, that you're going to, so that you can achieve that big goal at the end. That's good. And drink water, people, drink water. (laughs) All right, guys, you got to drink water. Water is so important. (laughs)
0: Water, drink water, water, drink water. water. (laughs) So,
1: water and stop being negative towards people who like working out. Yeah, period. Period. Okay, period. Yeah, what she said, what What she said. said. Yeah, I like going to the gym.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, mom. Thank you,
1: word too. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, Ma. I, first off, I really thank you for coming on here and giving like, all that helpful information. I hope all of you guys listening took something away from that. I hope that you're all taking notes and you may apply them to your health journey. And maybe you might want to even start today. Who knows? It, it could be your okay. new year today. It could be your new year today. So if you are interested um, in bettering yourself, my mom is actually, like I said, she's a personal trainer, health coach, nutritionist, all your 800 other titles you have. Nutrition coach, nutrition yeah.
1: coach, health coach, life coach, personal yeah. So,
0: trainer. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, as and, and she, she's listing them, but <laughs> so she's certified. She got she got her stuff. So if they are interested in like reaching out to you for like more questions that they may have for their um their own sake or anything like that. Where can they find you? Any contact information? Go ahead, and shout that out.
1: Well, right now, being that my website is still being built out, um, right now you can reach me um, via email. I ain't giving my phone number. I mean, I have to hit me up on email, okay? I ain't giving my phone about. But um, no, at SheCoachesLife at gmail.com. So that's S-H-E-C-O-A-C-H-E-S-L-I-F-E at gmail.com. Dot com so I'll hit put me up, description uh, box. via email yeah hit me up yeah. via and once my once my website um is done i'll go ahead and be able to promote that as well <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> all right well thank you again thank you so much for coming on here i really appreciate it yeah you're welcome baby
1: thanks for having me mm-hmm. drink water drink,
0: drink water so <laughs>
1: important oh my god drink water please just kidding okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes the very first episode of the special. Thank you guys so much for taking a listen to it. Thank you for pushing through, Mom. Or Coach Sheila for you guys. Thank you so much for coming on and giving out that helpful information and advice and healthy tips. I really, truly appreciate it. And I hope you guys appreciate it as well. If you guys want to know what's coming up next for this podcast or special, you can follow me on Instagram at no questions ask pod. And you can also follow me on Facebook. It's just my name, Sheryn Smith. If you guys have any questions, suggestions, or constructive criticism, you're more than welcome to email me at NoQuestionsActsPod at gmail.com. And lastly, guys, as usual, don't forget to ask it anyway. That is the motto for this podcast. No question is too big, no question is too small, and no question should stop you from seeking advice about your personal and physical health, all right? Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll see you all next week for part two of the special.